Hi and welcome to another edition of the Rugby Rabbi podcast. I want to welcome all my new listeners and hope you enjoy this issue and more to come. I unfortunately uh, just watched uh, the funeral of a man who was tragically and brutally murdered in our community uh, this week. Uh, What makes it even worse is that he was a convert, uh, a black convert. Uh, His name was Mark Crydell. He went by the name Akiva. And I knew him. I knew knew Akiva quite well. He lived uh, in the community. He did not have an easy life. And it's not easy converting, but it's especially not easy converting when you're older. And to die such a tragic, tragic death, I want to just dedicate this class in his memory. It should be an aliyah for his neshama. And I want to just share some of uh, the messages, the words that uh, were shared at his funeral today and tied into the period of time we're in right now and also to this week's Torah portion. Um, I mentioned his name was Akiva, and that uh, was very significant because we are living in a, the time of the year now between Pesach and Shavuot, where we count the days, 49 days till Shavuot. It's a, a commandment called the counting of the Omer, or in Hebrew, Sfiras Omer. We count every day. It's, we, we climb, so to speak, the mountain of Mount Sinai. As we prepare for the receiving of the Torah, we don't count down, we count up because we are preparing ourselves after having been elevated out of slavery over Pesach and we now uh, work towards that single most important event in world history when God gave us the Torah. Uh, and uh, there are different ways of, of working oneself up to that point of time, uh, there's a Kabbalistic idea called spheros, Kabbalistic spheres, which are divided into seven, and each one is divided into seven, so each day is one aspect of that particular sphere or character trait, and so each day represents a certain aspect of a character trait that one can work on. Uh, so... Uh, some people focus on that. Other people read a chapter of Pirke Avois, Pirke Avot, the Ethics of the Fathers, uh, as they prepare for Shavuot. But it also is a, a mourning period. Uh, this period of time between now and Lagba Omer, some people have different customs, but the majority custom is to mourn during uh, this period of time until Lagba Omer, where we have these big bonfires marking the the Yotzite, the anniversary of the death of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Uh, why is it a mourning period? Uh, so the Talmud talks about Rabbi Akiva, the famous, famous Rabbi Akiva, who had 24,000 students, and all of them died during this period of time. And it was a big, big tragedy, not just because so many people died, but because this was the future of the Jewish people. Rabbi Akiva was the greatest rabbi of his time, these are all his Talmidim. And 
fortunately, after they all died, Rabbi Akiva was able to rebuild the Torah through five of his uh, five students. Uh, but it was a big, big tragedy. And the rabbis say, the Talmud says, that the reason why they all died wasn't just a physical death, it was a spiritual death. Uh, they died because they did not treat each other with respect. They did not give each other kavod. Uh, and I read in another book, another sefer called Dorish David by Rabbi David Hofstede, who said something very interesting. It's very surprising that they should have died because of not treating, res- giving each other respect when that was something that Rabbi Kiva focused on. That was one of his if not his main teaching, this is a great teaching of the Torah that you should love your neighbor like yourself. So that's something clearly that his students knew about and practiced. Why did they all die? Because they didn't give each other respect. And the answer, Rabbi Hofzeder said, is because we sometimes think that we are when we are on a high level, we don't get judged if we are good at something. But this teaches us that when you focus on something, when you're good at something, then that's exactly where you get tested. And if you fail in even a small way, you can be punished. And, and that's why his students were held at such a high level. We, we wouldn't be punished if we were in their level because we, uh, meaning we, we wouldn't be punished if we did what they did because we're not on their level. But they were at such a high level, they were punished. Uh, and um, the word for respect, kavod, or as we say in Yiddish, covered, sounds very much like COVID. And Rabbi Tannenbaum, who spoke at the funeral today, pointed this out. Rabbi Tannenbaum was involved with Akiva's conversion uh, and was very, very close to him and was very, very heartbroken at the funeral and uh, was really it was very touching the words that he said but he said that um, one thing we've learned over this pandemic the COVID pandemic when we were put in isolation is we've learned to appreciate others we've learned to appreciate people when we do get to see them and maybe it's taught us to respect each other a little bit more Maybe we didn't respect each other enough and maybe that was one of the lessons God wanted to teach us by putting us into quarantine and we should not lose that as we come out of quarantine, as we start seeing each other again. We should respect each other more. We should take more care about people and especially about converts. Uh, Rabbi Tversky asked for forgiveness on behalf of himself and the community uh, if we did not do all we could do for him. Mark went through a very difficult life and, and Rabbi Tversky compared him uh, to the great Rabbi Akiva, who I mentioned lost all his students. But there's another famous story about Rabbi Akiva uh, that is spoken about in the Talmud. Rabbi Akiva witnessed the destruction of the temple. And he was with some other rabbis. And the rabbis were crying when they saw the, the temple mount plowed over where the great, great holy temple had stood and where we had such a beautiful connection with with Hashem. And they were crying and he was laughing. And they asked him, why are you laughing? And he said, because it 
is prophesied. It was prophesied that the temple would be destroyed. But in that same prophecy, it said that the temple would be rebuilt again. And just like I did not believe that the, you know, the temple would be destroyed, but I see now that the prophecy has been fulfilled. So I believe also that the prophecy that it will be rebuilt will be uh, fulfilled. And that's why I'm laughing. So Rabbi Kiva saw the positive even in much tragedy. And Rabbi Tversky pointed out how, how Mark also went through a very, very difficult life. The, you know, just like Rabbi Akiva did. Rabbi Akiva was prosecuted for studying Torah. In fact, it's quite remarkable that uh, Akiva should have died in such a, a tragic, brutal way. That was how Rabbi Akiva died. And just like Rabbi Akiva died saying the Shema, as he died, his students were around him and he said the Shema. Rabbi Tversky said, I'm sure that that Akiva Cridel Mark also died while saying the Shema in his mouth. Uh, so I mentioned uh, that it's also connected to this week's Torah portion. It's actually a double Torah portion this week. It's called Tazria and Mitzorah. And that comes from most of the Torah portion has to do with a spiritual disease, which in physical terms looks very much like leprosy, spots on a person's body. But this was much more than a physical disease. It was a spiritual disease. And it came mostly for not respecting each other. And in particular, for speaking Lashon Hara, for speaking badly about other people. And the way it worked was that if a person spoke Lashon Hara, he would see, he would start seeing spots on his house. And that would be a wake-up call for him to start being more respectful and not speak Lashon Hara. But if he continued speaking, then those spots would appear on his clothes. And if he continued speaking, not do Teshuvah, not repent, then it would appear on his body. And when it appeared on his body, then he was actually sent out of the camp to be in isolation, in quarantine, uh, because just like he was speaking badly about other people and, so to speak, quarantining them, so his punishment and his rehabilitation is to go into quarantine. And that's also a, a lesson for all of us, just as we come out of quarantine, that we should be more careful with the words that we use and the words that we say. We've just finished this amazing campaign down in Champaign, the Clean Speech Illinois campaign, where we're trying to teach students to be more respectful. But... We just live in a world today where there is so much disrespect in the way we speak to each other. Uh, and one of the things we can do over this period of time, and certainly in the memory of Mark, of a kiver, to elevate his neshama is to be more respectful of others and be careful of how we speak. And in fact, uh, the Torah does an amazing thing. Uh, when it lists the way that this disease appeared, instead of doing it in the way that I explained, going from the house to clothing to one's body, it first presents it uh, on the body and then on the clothing and on the house. And Rabbi Emanuel Bernstein talks about this and uh, he points out something very, very interesting. He gives a few reasons um, but one of them is uh, 
very appropriate to what I've been saying, and that is the following, is that uh, really when a person speaks Losh and Horror or disrespects someone, he deserves to get this disease on his body right away. But God in his infinite mercy uh, puts it first on one's house and then on one's garments and then on one's body. And so the lesson we're supposed to learn is that we should also be merciful. We should look at somebody else's situation and not be so quick to judge and give a person an opportunity to apologize or to change their ways. We shouldn't rush to judge or persecute someone. Just like God gives us the opportunity in stages to repent, so we should do the same thing. Um, and uh, just like the Torah gives someone a chance when he was clearly in the wrong, this may encourage us to do the same. So as we go into Shabbos, I want to wish you all a good Shabbos and um, encourage you all as we come closer and closer to uh, Lagba Omer and also to Shavuot that we take these lessons to heart and we all grow together so that we can all welcome the holiday of Shavuot very soon. Thank you.